0: i drink your milkshake you are listening to the billionaire podcast network what a fellowship what a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arms What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on Jesus, Safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on on the everlasting arms. Leaning on Jesus, leaning on Jesus, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning on Jesus, leaning on Jesus, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms i have blessed peace with my lord so near leaning on the everlasting arms leaning, leaning on jesus leaning on jesus safe and secure from all alarms leaning, leaning on jesus leaning on jesus Leaning on the everlasting
1: arms Welcome, ye ye weary souls, uh, those uh, born of sin as we all are, my my flock, please be seated, uh, the congregation, please please take your seats. Uh, Welcome everybody to the Blessed Billionaire Boys Backyard Bible Bonanza, or... (laughs) Six tuple B as we call it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the official. If everybody wants to hit them, hit them with the sixes. Hit them was, with couple the threes. Which, which
2: now I'm thinking about it, the sixes isn't the best for the Bible. We we need to maybe add a seventh for the septuple. Nah, it's
1: two. It's two threes, so it's the, the two tri, like a trinity squared.
2: I like that. Trinity
1: times two. You okay, know? okay. So hit we them.
2: Don't- we don't need three sixes because that's yeah. not good.
1: We got two trinities. Hit them with the trinities, everybody. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Skirt. Skirt.
2: was that great. That's great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All, All right. only on the uh billionaire podcast network. Aching, <laughs> Bing, bing 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 bing. filler up. Uh it's me. Uh one your co your one of your shepherds, your co-shepherd, uh <laughs> Pastor Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm joined by uh my my fellow Reverend, a fellow man of the cloth, uh Pastor Jamie. Blessings. Blessed blessed be blessings be upon all of you. Praise be.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> how are you on this most blessed evening?
2: I'm Pastor good, Jamie? man. I'm good. I, I'm actually being looked over right now by uh uh Saint Homo bonus.
1: Yeah, we were just trying to figure out how to pronounce this.
2: It's got to be homobonus, but it, it literally is spelled Homo Bonus.
1: Because what you're showing me, that that looks like an M, not an
2: H. I know, but it's just the font they're using. Because if you look at the card it comes with, right here, you can see in the Times New Roman, it is a clear H.
1: Mostly hol- most Holy St. Homo Bonus. I don't know if yeah. that's Times New Roman. That looks a little bit like Papyrus.
2: Maybe it is a little papyrus. I don't, I don't know my it font looks like, very well, but it it's, it's definitely. But the 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 strange font does make it look like an M, but it is definitely an H. It is a uh, homobinous. I assume it's pronounced homobonus and not Saint Homo Bonus. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my roommate is a uh, grew up Catholic, and his parents are still very Catholic. And uh, his mom actually sent me two saints to look over me, uh, which is very anti uh baptist obviously sure uh or at least uh growing up protestant it's a little bit uh, frowned upon to have these sort of um figurines or idols um but uh that's they do it a little different in the, the catholic church and i'm also visited by saint anne so i've got these oh, two with the pretzels <laughs> That's, <laughs> I think that's Annie Ann's.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: or wait, is there a? Oh, no, it did not Wait, there, maybe it's a cookie. No, it's,
1: it's is, no, it's Auntie Ann's.
2: It is Auntie Ann's. So, got Saint Homo and Saint Anne, and uh, they're interesting because you know, the, the Catholics have so many saints, I don't know much about the catholic bible or the stuff but i just recently picked up myself a, a, an apocrypha today just oh to nice a little a little uh little side reading yeah we, we
1: we get into the sort of the origins of that today with uh genesis 4 actually but um do we yeah a little bit yeah one of one of the one of these kids one of these begotten um is i think like one of the big books of the yeah because i will get into it because i i did notice something i didn't know that it might be in this chapter i read ahead a little bit there is like this very like yeah it's in the name it's in it's in chapter five there's like some really vague verse that i'm like oh that's definitely um referencing something that's not in the bible
2: interesting
1: Uh, yeah Uh, okay but, uh, uh, what was I saying? Auntie Anne's, Papyrus, Uh, I mean, with this you pap, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I do have you know, mild uh, font autism, you know, I, I like a good font,
2: so you know um, your fonts you
1: a really little do. a little bit like I know you know i I'm particular about it when I go into Microsoft Word and I start typing. I always hated Times New Roman. I always hmm. found that to be uh just an aggravating unpleasant font um Mm. i always i hate Arial, the the like default font
2: Mm -hmm.
1: not a big fan of sans serif uh i usually if i'm writing if i'm typing i i like i like garamond
2: i'm not only Um, familiar with garamond
1: garamond's just a good classy bait you know pretty simple i like it simple and easy on the eyes, you know?
2: Hmm, sure.
1: And and Times New Roman is is certainly a it's a simple font, but it I always thought it was a pain to look at.
2: Well, how do you feel about let me ask you your opinion? What's your opinion on old English? I hate it. Yeah.
1: It just reminds me of all of my much. like Latino cousins that got like their last name <laughs> tattooed on their back.
2: <laughs> You know
1: what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a Gonzalez. Yeah, like my aunt who married a Mexican dude, and then all of all of their kids just got like just big gaudy old English tattoos, and then maybe like a Lady Guadalupe <laughs> underneath. Is yeah.
2: why don't you get your why don't you get Pruitt an old English tattoo? I would do bath. that.
1: I am trash. I like. I would do that. <laughs> That's <laughs> or, awesome. Get like Comic Sans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. Just some
2: ridiculous. Uh oh man that's uh, uh, that's hilarious
1: but uh oh yeah we were t- yeah we were talking we weren't i just wanted to point out my my appreciation for fonts real quick sure i'm, I'm not a font master i did i read an article recently that like went through the history and origins of, of different like popular fonts it was really interesting i can't really remember most of what i read <laughs> but there are like p there are like guys throughout history who like really worked on those fonts <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's got to be an interesting line of work to get into. Yeah. Like, I like it this way. Especially for when it's, like, I mean, to make it so iconic to where it, it becomes, uh, like, it's going to make Microsoft Word. Like, it's like, wow, like, who came up with that font? That's an interesting font. Yeah, like, were these people's, like, were these people's natural handwriting?
1: No, well, element? I don't know. They, they were just, like, typographers or something. It, like, prior to any sort of word processor, these were guys who just would, like, work on it for, like, typewriters and maybe printing presses and and Uh whatever was available. And it's interesting to see like where that line of work starts to run like perpendicular with the advent of word processors and computers. Cause then like Microsoft and all these different companies are like looking for guys like that to make fonts for these -hmm. programs. Whereas like before, it was, you know, they, they were, it was like a regal, I don't know, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting career path, I guess. Like, yeah,
2: that is, that's very, it's so it's very niche.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's anyone doing it now.
2: Yeah. I don't know if there's <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> I would assume AI is probably just taking that by storm.
1: Although, you know? I mean, you know what it's like though when you, op- when you crack open a book and it's got like a good font and you're like, dude, I'm going to read this in like a day. This yeah, is such yeah. a good looking
2: <laughs> font. Yes.
1: Yeah, like I feel like a lot of like Cormac McCarthy books have good fonts.
2: Yeah, you know, and you know what I'm I'm coming to realize, and and this might seem a little childish. I like all caps.
1: Yeah, like a comic book.
2: Yeah, I really do. I really come to appreciate just a reading in all caps.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's how they print comic books. <laughs> I guess like,
2: I'm look, I'm a child at heart.
1: Yeah, that's like literally. Most comic books I've read, unless it's like a stylistic choice to do lowercase, all the like printing, like the dialogue and everything, is all caps. You
2: don't so, have to forgive me if if I uh, excuse myself to sneeze, my allergies have been. Uh... Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been, my allergies have been killing me lately, so. I don't know what's going on.
1: You're aging, dude. That's an age thing.
2: I'm not Asian. Oh, aging. Yes. yes, (laughs) It's also an uh, Asian
1: thing, I guess. (laughs) It's an easy They're allergic to, I think they're allergic to like alcohol or something. Cat. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're not
2: allergic to cat. They eat them. So, oh, come on. Come on, now.
1: I heard heard they're allergic to alcohol. I heard the Asians have like, are more sensitive to alcohol than we are. So that's Hmm. why like a lot of Asian liquor is like weaker than our liquor because they just get they get drunk way faster so Well, they're not like,
2: allergic to cigarettes that's for sure those guys no get, that,
1: that's like a sensu bean for them because <laughs> it like gives them like extra energy and restores their health yeah it's, yeah. it's crazy do you yeah, see that Did you funny. see that news story that that chinese dude who ran like a marathon and was just chain smoking the entire time
2: holy crap yeah, no, he's done like three crazy.
1: times just like chain smoking during a marathon
2: Dude, I, during the marathon that's pretty yeah crazier like I, running, I,
1: I like, dated
2: a girl who ran a full marathon and the night before we went out drinking and she was smoking cigarette after cigarette and I was like you're really gonna run a marathon tomorrow she ran the entire thing those are my I favorite kind of it.
1: people are the people who in spite of like everything science has ever said yeah are living in a way that is like just just a complete contradiction where like yes. they're fitness freaks and really good shape and run all the time and then they'll, they'll get done at the gym and the first thing they do is have a cigarette
2: that's crazy to me yeah
1: <laughs> and i've done that but i'm not in shape like
2: yeah same i i've i've done it too where i'm like still this like skinny scrawny out of shape person but then I'm like smoking and still trying to work out I'm currently yeah, i'll get, on day I'll get done
1: with like a 20 minute mile and then be like time for a fuck oh, 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 oh. father oh. Forgive me for my transgressions amen uh but it, i'll get done with like a 20 minute mile and be like hey time for a camel and unfiltered <laughs> you know a
2: 20 minute mile. yeah you know just
1: a, a casual <laughs> stroll pretty much yeah
2: more of a power walk yeah <laughs> uh, i'm on day 11 no cigarettes and nice uh, and you know how i used to smoke i mean i was you know i'm a I mean, you we hung out a lot together and living up in New York, and I mean, I'm a chain smoking,
0: oh uh, yeah, rascal,
2: and uh, it's been tough. Every day, I'm like, oh, okay, it's getting easier, and then like somewhere midway through the day, I'm like, I think I'm caving today, but we're still going strong. But eating a ton, dude. I'm like, my my appetite is unsatiable. insatiable, insatiable,
1: insatiable.
2: It's insatiable. Have you
1: considered Zen?
2: Uh, no. I got Zins. I'm trying to not do any of that. I'm actually also like, I've been dead sober as well for the last 11 days. So the only thing I'm really allowing myself is just uh, like sugar and caffeine. That's pretty much the only fun stuff I've been having lately. Yeah, so I feel, um, yeah. a lot of caffeine. I've been drinking coffee like it's going out of style.
1: Yeah. I feel you there, dude. I've been there,
2: and feeling my and feeling my, my old soul with. I'm getting high on the Lord, though. You, you know what I mean? Get drunk <laughs> me on the spirit.
1: Yeah, me too. Reading, uh, reading Genesis, which, funnily enough, like it's it's interesting to read it now, as as an adult and having read like more books now, like ha- yeah. having like different things to reference in my mind, like as I'm reading this i was re- i was reading this chapter and i read ahead a little bit and I, like reading this now i'm like yo this is like lord of the rings almost <laughs> like, I, was, I had the like i seriously was like this reads like those moments in lord of the rings that are giving you like backstory and origin mm-hmm, of, of mm-hmm. like what middle what happened in middle earth that led up to what we yeah. know what we know <laughs> as the third age you know yeah, the yeah. story we're following happens in the third age
2: that's a good way to look at it
1: yeah well i mean tolkien um based a lot of like the way he constructed that world and that story on the bible and christianity Mm -hmm. so that 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 is like an interesting thing like to, to notice to see those like parallels reading this
2: you want to hear something crazy too so i was up in dallas over the weekend seeing family and uh my grandparents uh actually invited me to church i went to church i haven't been to church in probably nine years and uh i went to church and it was not only just any old church but it was like the church i grew up in as like an infant and toddler and man it was a trip going back to that place and you gotta understand this is like an old baptist church everybody there is like over 70 you know and uh but I, but first i went to a bible study that my grandpa leads and you'll never believe what they're going through is it genesis dude it was genesis chapter two and i felt like i had like a cheat sheet because i was like oh i got a leg up <laughs> and no pose. but boy i did not because it was just 70 80 year old wise men who have read through this thing like countless times and man even though we just did genesis two like a few weeks ago i still felt like i learned like a ton more like they were bringing up points i was like man me and dalton didn't even think about that like we're over- <laughs> i mean it was it was mind-blowing dude I was yeah. uh, i was saying it about you I was like this is this is such a trip that we're going through this right now
1: that's why there's there's bible scholars there's people out there whose entire lives are devoted to just this book
2: yeah it's dense I mean we're three chapters in and I feel like we have way more questions than answers so. <laughs> yeah it's gonna keep, it, i think that will keep happening because as as it goes on it
1: just gets more it just gets crazier and crazier
2: literally crazier and crazier
1: yeah, yeah. i mean where do we get to chapter 60 that's where it really starts to yeah this is about up. to get real
2: like it <laughs> yeah. gets real fast
1: uh but we should yeah let's get into it it's a good Damn. springboard there uh, jamie went to church i went to church after i got out of the hospital for the first time. I was like, I need something. Yeah. so I started going, I was going to a church for a little bit and just sitting there in a daze, just like still still crazy. Uh-huh. And, and like hearing about God and being like, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like mm-hmm. I am the Messiah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're like, that's
1: not that's not what we're here for.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh slippery slope. Yeah, he, he's he's be
1: Christ yeah, like. Be Christ-like. Don't try to be Christ. Yeah, didn't work out too well for him, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the thing is, we want to be God. We don't want to be Jesus. That's the that's the difference.
1: Yeah, he he didn't have a good time being yeah. Jesus. Yeah, uh, it was a little rough. But that we'll get into that when we get to the New Testament in like ten years.
2: Yeah, we'll get there when we're fifty six. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll figure it out because, like, um. There, you know, there's stretches that are just like um, genealogies, you know, the, the, begot- the begotten and all this. I don't know what we're going to dissect there other than like, well, this is Ancestry.com. Yeah,
2: know? truly, truly. Yeah, there's definitely uh Oh, and then when we get into like the laws, you know, and coming up in Exodus and Leviticus and all that and Deuteronomy, it's like that just becomes a really crazy uh uh just book of intense laws so I, yeah it is hard to know how we're going to handle that but what's nice is genesis is so rich
1: yeah we still have a year of stuff. genesis <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> we're doing
1: a chapter a week we still got about a year left.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because i think there's like 51 chapters right something like that
1: yeah uh 51, but cha- uh, yeah there's 50 50 yeah but cha- chapter four starts off sultry
2: boy uh, does it
1: uh yeah and I, I love the i love the language here i love the way it's worded we'll, and we'll start here chapter four verse one and adam knew eve his wife and she conceived in bare Cain, and said i have gotten a man from the lord so right there adam knew eve we know we know what they're saying there
2: he knew
1: yeah he knew her they knew each other for a minute maybe he, two minutes
2: he, i know what's up <laughs> yeah adam knows what's up yeah 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 new is a uh definitely common phrasing for
1: yeah is this is, 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 so is this the first time have they this is the first time they've uh populated is, is they're consummating their uh <laughs> yeah yeah that we know we know we know what adam knew is where it all begins dude yeah
2: yeah yeah i don't know you know it's hard it is the first time they populate that we know of but uh probably maybe not the first time that um they did it i assume they'd done it already like especially whenever he meets her you think, like in, the uh, fir-
1: the very first time he's like i swear this never happens and she's like this is the first time anyone's ever done this
2: <laughs> ever yeah yeah in fact if anything she's probably like wondering like uh, maybe that's how long it lasts i don't know yeah maybe yeah do
1: you think adam finishes it finished fast he was just like yo this feels awesome <laughs>
2: Well, I think that's what's interesting. So I think if so, if they had sex before the fall, if they had sex, do you think that they went at the same time because everything was perfect?
1: Oh, you think so? So part of God's punishment was to de- like desynchronize
2: orgasms. Well, thing about this. He does say that the wife's punishment is that your desire will be for your husband. So it's like, what if maybe that's the reason why they're always like never getting off they're like oh god you know guys are always getting theirs that is true i mean women are <clears throat> more
1: focused on making sure their man is happy than like their own happiness when it comes to uh relations yeah
2: know? can you imagine if, if it was the other way around if guys were always like well as long as you came baby it's there are guys like that and yeah. they're, they're awful they're terrible <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like the wimpiest.
1: They're usually some like some sort of like predator, like the, that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, like that that kind of, we we like that kind of guy who goes on and on about like, you know, I I make sure that the woman is pleased or whatever. It's like, oh, he's he's up to something.
2: Well, I think it's okay if you want to make sure she goes first because I don't know about you, but when I go, I tend to get a little sleepy. <laughs> so. I, you know, it it's, it would might behoove one to do whatever you can <laughs> to make sure she gets hers that way. When it's time for Papa, I can go directly to bed. Sure,
1: I you yeah, I, I get that. I mean, but I, if you
2: but if it's like solely she's going and he's not, that is odd. That's like some real. What are you What are you doing this for?
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I take so long to finish anyway. That's like.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, i mean yeah. I, I,
1: may, I may never even get there yeah
2: <laughs> well good for you Dalton. yeah it's Friday, not you know
1: it's it i mean it's my fault for caving into the the, uh, the you know temptations of the flesh too many times uh you know by myself
2: oh you oh you're being and real here on the on a desensitized uh, desensitized aspect
1: yeah, I'm I'm just like desensitized. So like, oh, wow, we're getting
2: real. Okay, come on.
1: Yeah. So when I when it's time for me to know a woman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's you know, I know, I know her uh, for <laughs> sure. sure, but do <laughs> I don't know myself.
2: You don't know. You don't. Yeah. You don't know <laughs> to completion. Always. Yeah, I don't
1: know to com- You know, uh, like <laughs> it, it might it might take it, it might it might end with her knowing herself and me knowing myself. And we're just laying next to each other, knowing knowing ourselves respectively. If you know, you know I mean. There's
2: nothing wrong with knowing each other, with knowing yourself in front of each other. That sometimes sure. can be can be fun. I've you done
1: know. that. It's fun.
2: I like to know myself in front of somebody. That and then I know. know and then selves. I know all over her stomach. Yeah, dude, I love knowing all over them. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, we're we're verse one. <laughs> this is all from verse one. Uh, uh and I, I she
1: conceived in bear Cain and said I've gotten a man from the Lord
2: yeah and that's Adam, pretty sick
1: yeah and Adam was like no you got a man for me babe
2: yeah I did yeah. this yeah for the, yeah he, she's like all right I guess yeah I mean but that is kind of like a that's definitely like a, a patriarchal achievement in a way you know I mean most guys and dudes want sons and so that's a you know score one for adam right there that's a wow. happy dude right there this, he this is a real a son.
1: fail son right here i mean this kid's gonna be a disappointment
2: i mean no uh, doubt but this is a happy day he doesn't know this yet
1: yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah Cain, So, but cain's the oldest he's the first son and eve has gotten a man from the lord and then we go on to verse two and she again bare his brother abel and abel was a keeper of sheep but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the, brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel into his offering, but unto Cain into his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. And thou shalt rule over him. Okay, we got Let's stop there. This, there's the a lot. Yeah, it's a that lot. A,
2: that's a lot. And I yeah. never, and I'll tell you what, one thing. I've heard a lot of dissecting through scholars, through psychologists, who break this these things down. But it's still, I still don't get how they, from these texts, how they get anything. Why don't I don't understand why God doesn't accept his offering?
1: I don't. I don't know. I mean, I as I was reading this for the first time. Uh, or rather you know the, for doing this show um this is not the first time i've read this you know i grew up in the church sure, uh, sure. <laughs> there might be you know, like i i was trying to figure there there might be something metaphorical happening here that uh you know a- abel is a keeper of sheep he works with the the life the the creatures of the earth the beasts mm-hmm. that walk upon the land and Cain is a tiller of the ground. He his his uh, purview is dirt and, and earth and dust. And so there might be like a, um, you know, just like this this overarching metaphor that we see uh, like earlier in Genesis, where it, it's you know God cr- is creating everything, and here's the life of the earth. From that life, you know what I the the, the raw materials that I've used to create everything is the dirt and dust of the earth. And uh after, you know, being cast out of Eden to, to whence all life shall return is the dirt. So the, my, like the way I'm uh, interpreting this sort of is that Abel's offering. And w- what we're picking up here is like livestock, it, you know, the firstling, this calf that's life. That's this creation, and then Cain is in the muck, rooting around the dirt. You know, the death, the decay, and so I am like, you know, you know what I am saying? Huh. Like the,
2: the well, metaphor, in, yeah,
1: is, is that what Abel is offering is life, and uh Cain is offering from the earth is, is like represents you know the death and decay that comes with the fall of man.
2: Perhaps you're right, uh, but you also said something interesting just now that it, it just made me think of something else. Because you said that Abel brought the firstlings of it. Does your how does your? Will you read your text again in verse three?
1: Mine says, "In in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord." Okay. And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. Yeah, and the lord had respect unto abel into his offering
2: so that's interesting now it doesn't it specifies that abel brought the firstlings and the fat portions like the big the biggest best portions it doesn't say that cain brought the first of it it says over the course of time it takes a while to grow crops yeah but i'm almost wondering if it's like if God was almost like an afterthought, like Cain was like, oh, I should maybe give him... After maybe a bunch of things have grown, he just... It didn't say he brought the first fruit. He just says he brought the fruit of the ground. Maybe like a bunch... Maybe he brought like the hundredth fruit, but Abel brought the first. The firstborn of, of the of the calf and the fat one. The yeah. first fat boy, you know, he brought to, to God. Maybe, maybe that's a kind of a thing too, you know?
1: I mean, you could also... You could also think of it this way. Like, let's say you were hosting like a potluck and some somebody brought a big juicy brisket that they had smoked, and then somebody else brought like uncooked radishes that they grew. Mm. You'd be like, you'd be you'd be pretty stoked for that brisket. And then the the (laughs) radishes the guy would be like, Hey, I grew these myself, and it'd be like, All right, thank thank you for
2: the
1: yeah. Yeah, thanks for the radishes, pal. Mm really really appreciate it
2: yeah so it might it might be it might just be that simple <laughs> it could like... be but i think you're onto something too about the life and death aspect because like with uh with with actual animal with li- it, there is life there and i was thinking a lot about sacrifice earlier you know because we we see the sacrifice first implemented after the fall of man god makes them lamb skins or you know so he has obviously he has to kill something and make a fleshly loincloth for Adam and Eve for their nakedness, right? So, you know, and you think, okay, well, um, what's so important about sacrificing, right? Well, it's like you're you're getting rid of the the thing that you hold most important to you, and it's like, okay, well, so why is, uh, the firstborn of a flock. Why is that the highest of value rather than maybe fruit? It's like, well, because fruit is plenty, it's just kind of regrow it's we're gonna regrow. But to have a firstborn of like a flock, I mean, that's the future of a of a future flock that you're now cutting off. So you're really it's almost like more faithful to give of something that has life in it. Or also, I mean it's fatty portions. I mean, it's blubbery, it could keep you warm could eat of it all that wool you could make but you're just like sacrificing something of really high value versus Cain who's just like yeah I've got all these fruit and you know it doesn't say it was like the fattest fruit you know for all you know like you said it could just been like dirty kind of crappy small fruits maybe half rotten you know yeah
1: I yeah you're right about that yeah it could have been that Abel brought his best and brightest and Cain was like yeah, you know, here's, here's, here's some, some. Yeah, here's some carrots that I grew. With.
2: <laughs> They're baby carrots. But... Yeah,
1: here's the baby carrots. You know, these are the the mishaps and misfits of the crop. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man.
2: It's uh, an odd one because they don't they don't really talk about why God favored it because He did not regard it Cain's.
1: Yeah, I I mean maybe Cain just did a better job at raising livestock or no abel did a better job at raising livestock than Cain did at growing crops maybe Cain was not as attentive and nurturing to his uh field mm. as he should have been i mean mm. there's a lot i mean there's a lot left to interpretation here it doesn't get it doesn't give you a whole lot of specifics so it's like there's so there's so much that's just open here as to how to interpret this like as to why god like favored Abel in this moment over Cain
2: Yeah, and uh, I guess it doesn't matter really because the, the point is that God favored Abel's so there was something that Abel did right and there was something that Cain did wrong and it doesn't matter really I guess why at this point it doesn't matter all we know is that God favored Abel's he didn't favor Cain's and then you know yeah, that should be that's kind of okay because when you keep going Cain gets angry his face fell, and then God says to Cain. So God's still talking to him, like, "Hey, why are you angry? Why is your face falling? You know, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Yeah. And if you don't, so maybe you're right. Like, maybe it's because he wasn't giving his all. Like he wasn't because yeah, if you and, do right won't you be accepted? Because God's the only saying you didn't do something right is what he's telling him.
1: Yeah. And this is like also the first, I guess, the first time in all of history. We see like what is now like a a trope like the of, of like of this sort of family dynamic. Like you see you see this all the time in media and literature or whatever. Like a father and his sons, and the the t- the sons or or however many kids he has are like vying for his affections mm-hmm. and trying to impress him and doing things for him, and he's like you know he has his favorites or he's toying with them or whatever it's like you know it's a literary device that's used a lot for sure
2: yeah that's a good point yeah you're right and it all it took was the first literally the first two sons ever to already have like a a brotherly beef
1: um yeah for sure Yeah. the, the first two kids ever already just hated each other
2: just getting mad yeah but it's interesting too i think that the older brother is the one not accepted it's the younger brother you know that's always a classic debate like oh the younger brother has it easier than the first the first kid always has it harder you know oh, kind yeah. of deal that's an interesting uh kind of element here
1: yeah but i mean you know i th- I think if, we, if you're to like read this from like a um literary point of view It's like, this is all very necessary to like move the characters in the plot forward that the father figure, um, which is like in this story, God himself is the father. I I don't know why Adam is out of the picture in these moments, but God Hmm.
2: himself is the father figure. You know, that's interesting too. Yeah. Like that's kind of, I didn't think about that because now Cain and Abel have only known a, a fallen world. They didn't, they never saw Utopia right so it's interesting that they are already that they're so close to god they're literally talking to god
1: yeah god is still hanging out with everybody god is like like i i you know we we get you get into it later in chapter six but right now god is still like you know stroking his beard like what is this i've created What are they up to how i feel Mm -hmm. about them so he's still like hanging out (laughs) with them and talking to them and trying to guide them
2: yeah he's still like pretty actively involved, like yes it real intimately involved I mean, he's literally enough to where Cain noticed that his sacrifice wasn't accepted, yes, Or his offering and yeah. not even sacrifice more of an offering
1: yeah they their the, the, the respective offerings um so yeah i i i yeah I have no idea why he liked Abel's better than Cain's, but you know that's where we get the uh that um, friction between them that kicks everything off. So you know, as a literary device, we need that. Yeah. Um, you know.
2: and we well, I think that verse seven is pretty interesting, though. Like, I know. yeah,
1: I I struggled to figure out what that meant. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him
2: um so mine says uh sin is crouching at the door its desire is for you but you must rule over it and yours is actually personifying sin
1: yeah i thought it was yeah the way mine is written i thought it was like an allusion to like the devil that like that uh, would make sense yeah i um yeah I, i thought it was like saying that the way it is, like personifying it, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt mm. rule over him. So, like his desire being
2: Satan's, and that, and that's if you don't do well. And that's actually really interesting. Uh, that's actually really interesting, man. Think about that. Like when you don't do good, when you're when you're when you're like, for lack of better words, when you're half-assing in, you know, life a little bit, like mm. you're 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 trying to skate by and take shortcuts and like that's really just not a fulfilling way to live your life and the more you do that like don't i know it you know yeah (laughs) so in a really weird way that is kind of on the evil scale like you're kind of like ah i want to i want to do things easier my way rather than like no like this is do do it right if you do it right you don't have to redo it and if you do it right you don't have to take it's going to be harder You get to give your your firstborn and your fat offerings, your fat portions. But if you do that, you'll be accepted.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it does sound like it's saying like if if you work hard and uh, stay in school, get good grades, or in their their, you know in their case, raise up good livestock, good crops. If if you like really, you know, give it some elbow grease and by the sweat of your brow. Ah, uh, you know thou wilt thou wilt be accepted.
2: you're gonna start and, talking and then King James and right, yeah, life.
1: thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. um and but and, you know, and then where it says, and if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, at the door. So I mean, that's for everybody though, like everybody is gonna come up against like some sort of failure or fall in their life. and there's always gonna be this like temptation to, um, you, you know, deal with that either by taking shortcuts or, or trying to, like, weasel or scheme your way out of it.
2: Mm, or, rather than taking personal responsibility.
1: Yeah, the, there's all, like, when you're met with failure, you're met with, like, the temptation to, to do a a number of things in in order to uh, like face that and blame
2: blame others
1: blame others or like uh
2: curse others even (laughs) curse others that son of a you know
1: or or yeah or if you if you failed and you're in any like state of despair you'll turn to like the material world and the flesh and the physical to uh act as, a, to seek out some sort of panacea for your woes. So you'll turn yeah. to drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And sin.
2: Sin. Yeah. Dude, it, dude yeah, man, because when I'm, like, mad, especially right now when I'm not smoking, if something, like, bothers me, or if I, like, yeah, if I do something, especially if I do something selfishly, and then it backfires, of course, like most things do when they're selfish, and then, like, I'm pissed at it. And then I'm like tempted to, yeah, you're, then you're tempted to like spiral downward and self destruct. Like, God, now I wanted to go, I want to smoke. Now, yeah. now I'm smoking, I want to go do drugs and I need to steal. I'm tired of working. I want to steal now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In- I mean, that's interesting.
1: story of so many people is like when you're met with failure, it could, like, the good way to approach that the noble virtuous path when you're met with failure is to learn from it and push forward and work harder and harder and -hmm. push through the failure and rise up to you know rise up to the occasion and soar higher than you ever would have but failure is so demoralizing for so many of us as we see with kane that you know you could lash out in your rage uh you know and um when we do it to ourselves, we're all our own Cain and Abel constantly.
2: Mm, mm. You know
1: what I mean? Is brother? I've, all right. Well, pa- Pastor Dalton preaching right now. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. That's spirit hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I mean, I mean, think about it, like if you get you're broke, right, you get broken up with, or you lose a job, or like whatever, Oof. you're in a tough spot. And the best thing you could do is like if you if you get fired from a job the best thing you could do is like cool off and then just go update your resume and get back out there. Mm. But so many of us, like if that happens, it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go out drinking or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah. so I'm going to, now I have no income. I'm going to go spend money. That's not coming in to go get drunk to, to do this thing. I shouldn't be doing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> ever.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, and then there's a possibility of now that you're going to, you're drinking without a job, you're going to drive home. Then you get a DWI. Oh yeah. Now you're I mean, in jail
1: yeah it could, it could go so, like you could completely just destroy your life or like other people's lives if as if you open the door uh upon which sin lieth
2: Ooh, yeah it is crouching uh, it, it's and crouching, it wants to, it wants you but you have to you must rule over it and i think yeah. this is interesting too right because this is also you know there's a uh There's a lot of Christians, and when you start getting deep into Christian doctrine, people start coming up with the old, like, uh, you know, do we have free will? Or, like, if God knew that Adam was going to eat of it, why did he make, you know, Adam in the first place? Was it God's will that Adam ate the apple, so to speak, right? But God right here is telling Cain, like, no, this this is on you. Like, you have to rule over it. So we do have like a a choice. Like it's not like we have these predestined choices laid out in front of us that we're going to fulfill, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like the the fact that we do have this choice,
1: you know, God made us in his image. So I think that would extend to uh, (laughs) a similar ability to choose and create and live like autonomously. Mm. So like, you know, I, you know, who knows that I've heard that my whole life. Like, what is it? What is exactly part of God's divine plan? And and does that mean that there really is no free will that we're all just, yeah, you know, operating a, a, based on like whatever our programming is given right. to us by God or whatever it may be. You know, the funny, the funny thing is I've heard like hardcore atheists make that same argument just in the other direction. Like they, they land back on essentially like faith-based beliefs where they're like i've heard people say they were like you know i've studied like neuroscience and I, i'm starting to believe that maybe free will doesn't exist and it's like you so you just landed you just horseshoe back around to god <laughs> yeah because
2: <laughs> you know you're believing in like this more of a nature aspect element right versus like how you nurture yourself as a person which i agree with that in, in a sense like i agree that we're natural naturally able to do bad things just as we are good but it is our decision every day and our nurturing and how we're brought up how we choose to live and we must whether we rule over it or if we open the door to the sin right like how are we going to do it and then we got And i mean that's a daily choice because every day comes with its bullcrap you know
1: the second you wake up you know it's temptation especially these days the temptations there you know you got zins you got vape Oh you got, yeah, you got your iPhone. I mean, you you could you could be flooded with sin these days before you
2: even set your feet upon the earth. Mm-hmm. Before you bed. get that first cup of coffee, and oh. it's all right. I mean, Which, yeah, opening up that phone is just.
1: Certain religions would say the the coffee itself is sinful. That the caffeine is.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a drug.
1: Yeah, yeah. there was this uh, one of the ladies in my church, or one of the guys in my church. His brother had married a mormon lady uh and so like he had converted or whatever and i remember like when he came, when this guy came around and like was telling us all about mormonism he was like yeah i can't i can't have coke or coffee or tea yeah they can't have anything they can't have anything dude and uh at least at least with christianity the way we have it you know nowadays there's some wiggle room especially if you go to an aa meeting they're like you load up on donuts and coffee yeah 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 well, cigarettes like they're,
2: just, they're den full of addicts There's like look we're gonna have coffee okay we're gonna we have coffee we're, i'm not having heroin so i get something
1: yeah and we're, we're gonna chain smoke
2: yeah we're gonna chain smoke. it's a miracle <laughs> that we
1: can even sit through this because we're all just bouncing our knees waiting to go <laughs> smoke a cigarette
2: Look, we could at least read some Bible if we could all just have a cigarette. Look, it all concentrate, you know. Let one burn. Like we're reading the good book, you know.
1: Yeah, dude. You and know, it's, and it's thank thank God they invented uh zins and vaping, so you can actually sit through an AA meeting now. You <laughs> know, you don't yeah. have to pop outside for a cigarette every ten minutes.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, the yeah vapes have done wonders for that.
1: Mm hmm.
2: But uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Okay, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And then we go to verse 8. <laughs> and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Uh, right, hold
2: on, hold on. Now, now that's crazy. <laughs> because verse 8 is almost so... I wish... I, the, the very beginning of eight is very odd. I have a footnote. I have a footnote on Cain spoke to his brother Abel. Uh, my footnote says in the Hebrew, Samaritan, uh, Septuagint, Syriac, Vulgate, Ad, let us go out to the field. So it's almost saying that instead of saying he spoke to his brother, he wasn't just like talking to him about the sacrifice. Cause I'm up because I first take that as like he's going, Yo, like, what what's, what's so great about your sacrifice? But instead, it's saying in like the Septuagint and these other versions that it's almost he's almost kind of like, Hey, Cain, let's or a- Abel, let's go out into the field together. I got something to show you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is so devious, man. Yeah. You know, like a soprano's character, like, let's go, just let's come go go with for- me. Take a ride. You, you sit in the you sit in the front seat. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty that's pretty brutal. it's awesome yeah. oh, brother, it this breaks my heart, you know. Take the I mean? donkey bone,
1: leave the firstling and the fat thereof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the donkey's jawbone, leave the
2: <laughs> Yeah, leave it. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm trying to do.
2: Yeah, the, I get you. Okay. You're you're, you're referencing uh Samson.
1: No, the God. Well, the Godfather, but instead of oh, a gun, oh, oh. instead of a gunning and a cannoli, it's the- what did he kill? Because I, I heard, i, I, I heard that. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Here is the verse the, the the details of like the whole murder, the very first murder that ever happens in history. Uh, all takes place within verse eight, which is one sentence.
2: Literally, and- one. It's a yeah. It's a one sentence murder.
1: Yeah, and the details are very minimal, very scarce.
2: Yeah, we don't know how if he, we don't know if he threw a stone at his head, or if he choked him out, or if he just beat the ever living crap out of him, yeah, gouged his eyes. We don't know what he did.
1: Yeah, if you were Spirit reading, him. if you were reading this for the first time, that would be very jarring. You'd be like, "Wait, what? He killed him? Yeah." It, like, you'd be like, "What happened? Like it happened that fast?" And that sort of like. Anticlimactic, it's just like very matter of factly described here. Just like, and you know, he slew him
2: yeah, anyway. Moving him. on, yeah, yeah, it is, it is odd, yeah, yeah. just like pass over the whoa, wait, what, like just like that,
1: yeah. It's, it's like when you read, like, it, I think if you read Hamlet, uh, because it can be effective to, 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 um write out something so dramatic and uh integral happening in, in such a uh fleeting way like they, that can work you know what i mean where it, yeah it, it is
2: like um well know. it does compel you to continue reading because you're like whoa he just killed him and then you're like you know and now god's already talking to cain like you know where's your brother yeah you know it is kind of crazy
1: yeah and then like at this point in the story like these are the main characters and one of them just died and there was like nothing that leading up to that there's no details get like not like it's just this very yeah this very like matter of fact uh almost like throwaway line that yeah oh yeah he killed him and that kid like there there have been the one i'm thinking of is like if you read hamlet there's a moment like that in Hamlet where there's these two like uh, uh, not main characters but like very important uh, secondary characters, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and they show up throughout the whole story it's like, you know, if, if Lion King is based on Hamlet, these are like the Timon and Pumbaa of the story mm. <laughs> to to put it for people that may not know Hamlet <laughs> um, and so they are like integral to the story and that there's sort of like the comic relief, like fun characters. that are like trying to help out Hamlet throughout all this. And then there's like a point in the, like the third act, I think where there's a line that just says Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And that's it. Like <laughs> he
2: gives you nothing. They didn't tell you how they die.
1: No, it doesn't tell you there was nothing. <laughs> there was no build up to this moment. Have, that's even you know, worse than this. Yeah. You have no idea how they're dead. And it's like, such an ambiguous moment that's mm. been, st- that was like studied for so long and like people Interesting. were always like, why did he write it this way? You know, that I think it was like in the nineties, there was, there's a movie called uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's uh like a Hamlet movie, but it's about those two characters
2: weird what yeah. was, it, was it was it like because of time passing or anything weird like that no
1: no they they were either they were either killed or like they, i don't think it ever explains like what happened to them in the story it's just this right. like throwaway line where like these characters you've been you've been with throughout this entire story you've been like part of the story it's just this one line is like well they're gone they're done it's over their death happened off screen
2: interesting it's Uh, almost like a page it's almost like a page got ripped out yeah maybe but because because at least in this like we 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 know why Cain killed him like he's jealous because god didn't accept his offering and sin is crouching at his door you know so at least there's at least like background like we know why he killed him it's not like so we just don't know how like we don't really that's about it we don't know really how yeah more gritty details but we know why
1: yeah, and that—that's what I was referencing earlier. Is I—I've I, heard reports or research that he—he he did it with like the jawbone of a donkey or something hmm. that he like had fashioned like a donkey's jawbone into some sort of like blade, and that's how he killed him.
2: I don't uh. know. That's
1: you know what? That's from the TV show Supernatural. Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh. I got that from the TV show Supernatural.
2: <laughs> which actually brings well, us
1: to the next verse because this happens
2: well, in the show too well I was, well hold on real quick before you get to that it is interesting because maybe when you when you go back to verse uh, five, you know after God had no regard for Cain's offering so Cain was very angry and his face fell Raw. now d- during this moment when Cain's face fell, we don't know what he's doing where god's like hey you better watch it sin's crouching he's plotting he's He's scheming he's he's plotting. maybe right there maybe that's when he's chiseling up a little jawbone and he's like why is your face like that what are you doing sins at your door because immediately when he's like sin's desire is for you but you must rule over it the immediate next verse he kills his brother so it's like he's completely ignoring God, which is so true how like our conscious works, right? Like you're just do your you think... like, don't do this, don't do this, and you're like ignoring it. You're just like, nope, I'm doing it. I'm shut up. You so know? do you
1: think do you think God knew what he like? Because if God is all seeing and all knowing, omnipotent, omniscient, so he he probably knew that Cain had, was like plotting to do this. <clears throat> he what, I, like I don't think God was just like reading kane's body language and uh inferring from that that something was off like god probably knew exactly where his his mind was yeah because Um,
2: he because he does he's angry and and that's not you know his countenance fell right it's not that he's sad it's not sad falling he's he's freaking livid yeah you know why didn't you
1: know why didn't you like my turnips
2: yeah why do you like my small baby turnips (laughs) instead of his fat lamb baby lamb and you know and god's like yeah why are you angry you know you do well do good yeah it's just it's really uh it's kind of it's man it's so tragic
1: yeah it's it's the first tragedy it's the first like i mean aside from the fall of adam and eve this is another tragedy. This is a second tragedy, I guess.
2: Because this is just so much more personal. I mean, yeah. not that, and it's his blood. And it's his brother.
1: Yeah, and Cain, and like in this story of these two characters, Cain is the relatable one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Cain is the the sympathetic, like relatable character here because it's like all we know of Abel is that he was awesome and God liked him.
2: Goody two shoes.
1: Yeah, Cain. Like I can relate to Cain, just like coming up short and being mad. Yeah. And and not learning anything from your just digging right. yourself a deeper hole because you're like upset
2: at someone. Yeah, I've been I've been working, I'm tilling the ground. Hell, I even gave an offering, you know. Yeah. My freaking younger brother, like who's had everything handed to him. He's always had things easier. I was the firstborn. You know, God's accepting him now. Like I can't catch a break. You know, I'm I'm pissed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know it's just like young Sheldon, you know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's exactly it's like just that.
1: Like, it's just like how Georgie <laughs> on Young Sheldon, he's he's the oldest. He's not a child prodigy. He's not a physics genius, but hey, he works hard. Yeah, he's trying yeah. his best. And here comes he, Sheldon, twelve <laughs> years old. And he's in college already. Yeah, Georgie's got to raise up a kid because he got her. He exactly. got his girlfriend knocked up as a teenager. You know, it's just like young <laughs> it's just,
2: yeah, it's just like young Sheldon.
1: I, I I know these details from TikTok. I've never watched an episode, but I've seen many clips on TikTok of young Sheldon.
2: Hey, is, is there a way I can pause this and pee? Um, you just go
1: pee. I'll I'll just riff. I'll vamp. Just, okay. I'll, I'll plug I'll, the Patreon. I'll,
2: I'll be fast.
1: All right. Yeah. Anyway, folks, Jamie is going to uh, relieve his bladder. Uh, for na- uh, nature calls in that fashion uh while he's doing that i'm gonna go ahead and plug the patreon for the network uh patreon.com slash cornfed with dalton pruitt uh and you know to to clear up any confusion uh you know the the na- the the podcast network is the billionaire podcast network did the <laughs> d filler up uh, which is a subsidiary of corn fed industries. Uh, therefore the Patreon uh, for for everything is Patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. Uh, and that's the same reason the you know the YouTube is YouTube.com slash at corn with Dalton Pruitt. Uh, everything falls under the umbrella of cornfed industries. Uh, there's many departments organizations and companies that exist within that this is the podcast network the billionaire podcast network up. so the the patreon is patreon.com slash corn with dalton pruitt we got a five dollar tier ten dollar fifteen dollar uh and those will all get you access to the premium episodes of corn fed the premium episodes of double d's with ddt and dalton uh, all other bonus content that we're putting up there, uh, you know, the five dollar tier will get you all that, ten dollar will get you that, plus a shout out on the show, uh, fifteen dollar will get you all that, plus a kiss on the lips. And then, but then the coup de gras is the twenty five dollar tier, which will get you the fraternal order of corn fed decal after you've been subscribed for three months. Jamie's back, let's continue the show. Thanks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I, try, I was trying to hold it, and I was just like, hey, it ain't gonna happen.
1: oh, you're good, man. <laughs> I just I just plugged the patreon
2: good, good yeah so try, fill her up
1: yeah, fill her up. yeah, maybe we should do patreon episodes for this show. we should maybe do like uh what would be the inverse of this you mean? Uh, well we're reading we're studying the bible if we if we did like a premium show like a what would be the uh an anathema to the Bible is like the um, the shadow realm. If the if the Bible is to be light, then what would be the shadow verse version of this? The Quran. The... <laughs> 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 I was thinking. I was thinking something more occult <laughs> than the Quran.
2: Oh, oh, like uh, you mean like um, uh, we what about the shack? The shack. Have You ever read the shack? No, what was that? It's a, It's Christian. It's Christian fiction literature.
1: Oh no, I have no idea what that is. Well, I mean, there's the the Apocrypha, which is
2: yeah, that's like that's which is like kind of bonusy stuff. I mean, if we what we really could do is we <laughs> we could get juicy and, and uh, we could share like personal testimonies of our personal relationships with God. Testimon- I mean, that would get that would get weird.
1: We could do that. I, well, wait, what is what is in the what is Tobit?
2: I don't know. I was looking at all the apocrypha <laughs> books earlier, and like they're tripping me out. And th- the whole reason why I wanted to get the apocrypha because I wanted to read the story of Saint George slaying the dragon. And then I realized that's not even in the apocrypha. That's kind from of something. That's like a, a something written in the eighties. This whole yeah. time I was thinking that was something in the apocrypha.
1: Do you want to do Beowulf,
2: dude? The Beowulf sounds rad.
1: For a bon for a bonus show, we could do Beowulf. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that'd be crazy. Wait, but that'd be a whole other show.
1: That's the that's for the Patreon. <laughs> that's the Patreon
2: one. Yeah, because this, this is, is free, right?
1: This is free. So for the Patreon, we study Beowulf.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Beowulf literature.
1: Dude, I love Beowulf. Honestly, let's read Beowulf. I, love I was just wolf.
2: I was just reading something about Beowulf. Uh, Have you read the other, it the other day? I haven't. I, I think I read it actually in maybe high school. But yo,
1: dog, no. a long. Or, but a it's long- been a long time like along with this and maybe like some other texts like Sir Dwayne or whatever. Beowulf is like the blueprint for just like stories.
2: Mhm. Beowulf is That's good right here.
1: Yeah. Let's do Beowulf. I'm down. Yeah, go read the first chat folks. Patreon, we're going to do Beowulf.
2: Wait, how long is how long Beowulf?
1: Um it's not as long as this for sure.
2: Like as oh, as long as Genesis or as long as the Bible cuz this is going <laughs> to we got a lot to tackle we may as well just start knocking out two of these a week so we can try to get done with within 20 years yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and then we and then on the patreon we'll we'll do yeah we could do a couple chapters of beowulf every week (laughs) yeah you know beowulf is awesome i love beowulf
2: well we could just read beowulf and then come back and talk about it rather than reading through it
1: yes yeah we'll do we'll do a deep dive for the patreon Folks, uh, we're gonna do a deep dive of Beowulf.
2: Yeah, we'll come back and we'll re- we'll talk about what you read rather than reading it, like sure. we the Genesis in the Bible.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm, know, I'm
1: excited for that. I love. Beowulf. I got
2: to go buy Beowulf now.
1: Yeah, get. Yeah, I I wonder if I still have my. I lost it. I had like a Tolkien translation where he like Tolkien himself went through and translated it. it hmm. Um,
2: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, folks, right. stay tuned for that. Um,
2: so okay. Cain killed Abel,
1: Cain killed Abel. Then we go into verse nine. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? That's one of them classic lines, dude. That's
2: that's a big line right there. Yeah,
1: that's that's like up there with that. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be a beautiful friendship.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know.
1: For, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no i am your father yeah
2: like, yeah i mean yeah how many times say hello mean? to my <laughs> little
1: friend you know this is, this is <laughs> yes. one of those
2: this am i in my brother's DNA. keeper it is that i mean that's in there that's in culture art that's that's a big one it's mm-hmm. such a huge line and god and so so crappy
1: is this the by the way is this the first lie because did Adam and Eve lie to God when they ate the fruit?
2: No, they admitted it. Yeah, but... they cop- they copped to it like right away, right? Yeah, because the, the thing is, but they they try to pass the buck. Right. They, they, they admit it, but they're like, well, it was the serpent. Well, it was the woman, you know, and they gave it to me. Uh, but yeah, this is the first real lie because he yeah. does know where he's at. I mean, he hit him, right? Yeah, he he said,
1: "I know, I know, not am I my brother's keeper." So he's lying, and he's giving him some sass. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: he's hitting him with some sass right here. I I don't, I don't know. Why Uh, why are you uh, pestering me? Yeah, am I my brother? Like, what, what am I? You know, (laughs) my babysitter. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's grown.
2: We're both grown. grown. grown We're both
1: twelve. Well, really? I think this is
2: an interesting line. This has always been an interesting line to me because I think that this mentality is so much, uh, I like, can, I feel like an American independence, like we get so lost in being independent that we do like forget that life is truly about community, which you and I know very well.
1: <laughs> yeah, we <You> talked <laughs> Community and land development
2: and land development, but, you know, <laughs> it, cause it's like, he's trying to be like, am I my brother's keeper? And I think like, it's like the answer is yes. Like you are your brother's keeper. You we, we you got to be looking out for each other. You know what I mean. And so it's such a selfish thing to say, especially yeah. after he totally did kill him.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, but what? also, like I said earlier, God knows everything. So, yeah. and this is just like when a parent, you know, knows that you like broke something or whatever it is that like you stole or broke or ate dessert before dinner you know they, mm-hmm. they they question you they already know the answer but they're questioning you to see if you at least have enough uh honesty and virtue to tell the truth in that moment
2: yeah yeah
1: and and so like god knows that cain has done this but he's like this is still an opportunity for redemption like god is like yo did you what's going on with abel did you kill him Mm-hmm. and kane's like <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But no, no no why don't you uh, leave, me, leave me alone
1: yeah and he, yeah and he's he's like shuffling like leaves and stuff around like no <laughs> i don't i don't know where he is
2: he's throwing his turnips over the ground like no i don't know what you're talking
1: about yeah. he's doing like weekend at burn he's like look at <laughs> me he's having a good time <laughs>
2: that's so funny yeah he's just like kicking like his carrots over canes for abel's feet yeah there's
1: there's there's just like a hand sticking out of the ground <laughs> he's like taking dirt on top of it like i'm not, i don't know where he is man I, i'm
2: not his, like his keeper yeah oh he's dude beets. that is See? so funny Speaking of
1: beets, i got a new crop for you guys <laughs> uh <laughs> i know the last offering you weren't too fond of but yo <laughs> What do you hear about
2: beets? I'm sure he'll turn up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> all right, all right. I got my dad joking. That's good. I can't <laughs> quit eating these turtles that look like poop.
1: Yeah, you got the dookie turtles.
2: <laughs> and then we go to really verse
1: does. 10, and he said, What oh. hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. That's that's just some beautiful uh, prose right there. Um, and then we uh, okay. Then we go to eleven. <laughs> and now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield. Unto thee her strength, a fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold, avenged sevenfold.
2: Hey. (laughs) Whoa. I never, I never, but I never realized it. Wait, is avenged sevenfold a secular man? Yeah, I think I think so. I, th- okay. I
1: I think the name is referencing this now. That yeah, it totally is. The pieces just fit together just now. Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we learned from the Bible. It's like, oh, then seven. <laughs> I get it now.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen to their music. <laughs> yeah, and I- Song, yeah, know. I was also trying to remember what songs are even there.
1: Right? That band sucks. Yeah,
2: it sucks. that's
1: <laughs> a cool name for one of the worst bands I've ever heard.
2: It's a, a name is so metal.
1: Yeah, that name is so cool. Now, especially now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they...
1: I, mean, I, dude, I feel like such trash like, I'm, dude as I was reading this I got dude this light bulb went off like I got so excited I was like oh
2: avenge sevenfold yeah. so wait are they calling themselves Cain or God
1: I guess they're they're referencing this that God is saying therefore whosoever slayeth Cain Vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. So, so if you if you kill Cain, then Cain will then be avenged sevenfold. So, I guess somebody will then kill you seven times, or
2: or they're going to be killed, and so will like seven more of their relatives. Se-
1: what is sevenfold? Isn't that like seventy?
2: Yeah, I guess so. Well, I don't. You know, that's actually interesting because yeah, seven I can't this. I...
0: <laughs>
2: you need to put like um you need to like insert a little bit of Avenged Avenge Sevenfold music right here at some yeah, point. Yes. You know, or at least maybe the intro music to the episode. That way yeah. later on in the episode people realize why you put Avenged Sevenfold at the beginning.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, mo- the moment of realization I just had, like, just gave me whiplash. Like, I feel like I, like, I, I kind of, like, calmed down. because
2: <laughs> That hit me
1: so hard.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is pretty, uh, this, that's pretty crazy, though. Yep. And
1: the little. <laughs> <laughs> yep dude that is you know yeah we're getting to that point where we're like, yo that's crazy that's,
2: cr- that's
1: crazy yeah that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs>
1: well you know uh so god this is the, the second time the god must be getting frustrated because this is the second time he's had to do this we're like all right well i cast your mom and dad out yeah now i gotta now i'm cat and i gotta cast you out and you just
2: you know and then but we'll, from where because they were already in a cast out place.
1: Man, I don't know. <laughs> just get, get the, just the worst, like, the even worse parts of wherever they are in Africa or whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is like the second time God has had to do this within, you know, five, four chapters. It's like God created the earth in, in uh, chapters one through three. And then chapter four immediately he's like, "All right, guys. Well, I worked pretty hard on that. Get out of here,
2: you know." Yeah, dude. Humans uh, not making a good impression.
1: No. <laughs> and then we we get we really get into God's frustrations in chapter six. But here, yeah, this is the second time that God God is like, "All right, well, this is worse than the first. Like, you killed some. The first time they, you know." They just ate something I didn't want them to. You just killed your brother. You gotta go. You yeah, that's... Was unacceptable. Shame on you. I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. You know, he hit him with one of those. <laughs> um, and
2: yeah, finish this, this little paragraph here.
1: Uh, Vincent, go to
2: sixteen through sixteen.
1: And and the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And then we go to sixteen. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife. Hey man, he's still play, he's still getting some play, baby. It ain't all bad for Cain. Well you know, he's knowing ladies.
2: He's knowing ladies. I mean, yeah, like look, he's a murderer. I don't know if uh, the wife knows that. Which, oh, they by love the way, bad
1: this is the first lady who really loved a bad boy.
2: A lot of the bad boy, and which we'll get to this in a second. But where did this wife come from? This is a, an age-old question, right here. You know.
1: Yeah, where where did this lady come from?
2: Well, who is she? Yeah, who knows? There's been there's been Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, the first kids. Who's this broad? Yeah, and, that's... And it didn't give her a name.
1: Does it not name? I guess not.
2: Just, yeah, hey, he, just he knew his found, wife. Found
1: some lady in the desert and was like, "Well." It's probably as good as this will do.
2: is as good as it's going to get. Well, this is this is interesting because, you know, a lot of people will theorize that maybe God, like, had made others around, right? Maybe maybe they're just mentioning Adam and Eve because those are God's chosen, like, people, right? Maybe the, the Jews are God's chosen people. Maybe he made some others around, especially in this land of Nod. My footnote on Nod says Nod means wandering. Um, So the yeah, land I is think- of wandering.
1: Isn't that also that's also referenced in a Tom Waits song?
2: Not familiar. We sailed tonight for Singapore. We're all as mad as
1: headers here. I've fallen for a tawny more. Took off to the land of nod. Drank with all the Chinamen. Walked the sewers of Paris. I danced along a colored wind. Dangled from a rope of sand. You must say goodbye to me. Uh, oh wow i don't know that one (laughs)
2: yeah pretty good
1: yeah i think that's the first that's the first track from is it rain yeah rain dogs uh you know one of his classic albums but yeah it's a took off to the
2: land of nod drink with all the chinamen um oh so is that where nod is is nod in somewhere in asia maybe
1: I mean i don't know i i only know it from the tom Waits song and from this so i yeah well i mean i mean you know like it, i think like israel and palestine are like technically in asia
2: yeah i mean and if you know we're not get, we're not getting into the 12 tribes of israel yet we'll get into we'll get into that by next fall but um <laughs>
1: hey have but, a nice trip
2: yeah i mean but uh there is something to be said about, you know, the Jews all around the world, you know, black Israelites, uh, Asian perhaps Israelites as well. Um, maybe this is maybe a part of that, because it is east of Eden. When you keep going east, you are getting into Asia. So this yeah. is this is possible. Um, but we just went over a lot. This is kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: you know, we gotta finish the let's finish this verse, uh okay. at least. And Cain knew his wife, and he conceived, and she conceived, and bare Enoch. And he builded a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Erod, and Erod beget Mahujael, and Mahujael beget Methusael, and Methusael beget Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives.
2: Oh, playa, playa! Yeah, playa. <laughs> Damn boy, he's hey, playing, dude. Skirt. Dude, he knows a lot of ladies. <laughs> dude, that's all. Dude, that's awesome. Just like
1: the <laughs> what, like the third guy that's ever existed. Is like, am I allowed to have two? I have two? Yeah,
2: he he's getting looks. He's getting a lot of looks.
1: Yeah, he's he do he my man. know. my man my be man. knowing. He be he knowing.
2: Knows, he, he knows what's up.
1: Yeah, he he was he was the first. Yeah, he was the first player. He was the first one who was like truly. Yeah, the first pimp, <laughs> Lameck The first pimp,
2: it really was.
1: Um, and Lamech took unto him two wives. The name of one was Ada, Adah. How you pronounce that? And the name of the other was Zilla. Uh, that's the real estate site, right?
2: Zillah. Yeah, Zilla, 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 Z- Zilla.
1: Zilla,
2: Zilla.
1: <laughs> or no, that's the big that's the big lizard.
2: That's the big be, lizard. This, oh, they they totally are in Asia, dude. Yeah, yeah. A Zilla.
1: Yeah, Zilla. Yeah, Zilla. Um, yeah. So the uh, name of the other uh, Zilla and Ad- Ada Bear Jabal, he was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such have cattle. Uh, and his brother, I, what does that even? I don't even know what that means. Like, what were they
2: living? What were they living in before that? Maybe, the, yeah. Maybe there's are more like. Uh, I really am starting to think these really actually are Asians. Because, like, what if they lived in like those kind of like bamboo tents, like teepees or something?
1: Yeah, you think? Yeah, the paper walls and.
2: Yeah. Take,
1: take your shoes off. Yeah. Maybe. And of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal.
2: So Jubal and and Jubal.
1: Jubal, yeah, Jubal and Jubal. Uh, He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. Is that where we get Jubilee? You know, like music and harps and organs and celebration. Man, maybe.
2: Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's that's a good uh, Jubal. That's a good thought. Maybe so. Yeah, Jubilee. I mean, I thought Jubilee just meant. Well, no, a jubilee is a, like a uh, kind of a festive ju- term, isn't it?
1: Yeah, what is a jubilee? Jew, J E W,
2: jubilee.
1: What is a jubilee? A special anniversary of an event, especially one celebrating twenty-five or fifty years of a reign or activity. Um. So yeah, I haven't. I have no idea. I mean, I could look up the etymology uh late middle english from old french Jubil, jubile from late latin jubilus here jubilee based on hebrew yobel yobel originally ram's horn trumpet with which the jubilee year was com- proclaimed um so i don't yeah, i don't think it comes from this guy uh it's it, 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 it. Jubilee is a ram's horn trumpet. So this is just a guy. This is just a guy's name. It's Jubal.
2: Ram's horn trumpet. I mean, he does make play lyre and pipe.
1: Yeah. Oh, yours says lyre and pipe.
2: Yeah, lyre and pipe.
1: Mine says harp and organ. Interesting.
2: I mean, an organ could have been. I don't think it means like a a piano organ.
1: Well, an organ is just a bunch of pipes and stuff.
2: Yeah. So maybe like, it is like Blue so. Man Group. Mm-hmm. So they probably were like harp. Uh, horns really did they probably just look a lot different than like modern day organs you know
1: yeah. obviously this is
2: a long time ago
1: oh man but a church organ really is beautiful it's like how they make that you know yeah
2: organs rule i was just listening to i just got a doors album the live at the bowl and be careful
1: that's sin lie at the,
2: at the door dude well you, you, brother i love a good use of organ by the doors man they know how to utilize an organ yeah man I love
1: them yeah, I, yeah, I like The Doors. I like that movie with Val Kilmer.
2: Oh, I hated that movie. I like Val Kilmer. I like Val Kilmer, but I hated. <laughs> it. I thought the movie sucked.
1: Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I guess I need to revisit. It. I re- I remember enjoying it, or maybe <clears throat> maybe I'm thinking of that scene in Wayne's World too. Uh, who knows? Uh, anyway, and then we go to verse twenty-two. And Zilla, she also bare cane. And instructor of every arti- artificer in brass and iron.
2: And the sister of... Two- what? Mine says he was the forger of all instruments of bronze and iron. Oh, really? Mine so says... this is a very instrumental family.
1: Yeah, the first musical family. The first, like, J- Jackson 5. Was this-
2: yeah, yeah. Which all came from the line of Cain. Yeah, uh, well, I guess everybody kind of had to have come from Cain since Abel's no longer.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty
2: honestly, that's
1: a good point. Is like Cain kills Abel, so it's like, we, yeah, like everybody for, that is descended from Cain, at least, is well, like de- well, descended Jesus. from like, yeah, is like descended from the first murder, the first lie, the first murder.
2: Yeah, we all um, descended from a, a murderous Cain, I mean, even the, the Lord Jesus
1: yeah so that's i mean that is an interesting point that we we're all descendant of just a jealous rageful petulant murderer
2: yeah i mean we got that in our bone you want to mm-hmm. talk about a generational curse yeah
1: dude. yeah right everybody, everybody focuses on like the original sin but you know it's, it's like i mean dude the second the second sin this this is worse
2: it's no picnic
1: Yeah, this made things like way worse because it's like God cast out Adam and Eve, and it's just like, well, they probably were like, man, it can't get much worse than this. Yeah, and then Cain does this, and then and then Cain is like, man, it got so much worse.
2: Yeah, well, (laughs) well, hold on. I know we're kind of going quick through this, and I know it's because, but hold on, because it's about to get even more confusing, and I do want to go back to Cain and his punishment because let's let's fin- finish
1: let's, it let's finish it up yeah we only All got right, a few right. verses left and zillah she also bare tubal Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron and the sister of tubal Cain was nama and lamech said unto his wives adah and Zilla, hear my voice ye wives of lamech hearken unto my speech for i have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt See, this is another like, this is like a throwaway line. Like, this is stated so matter of fact. It's like, yeah, would yo, you kill a guy? Did you kill he just two, killed a guy. You
2: killed two people? Yeah, 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 did he kill one or two?
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he killed a guy and then a younger guy. Like, he killed a guy, like maybe like a father but, and
2: his son or something. But it also just seems like he's just talking in a poetic, like, way. Like, almost like he's saying the same thing in two different ways. Like I've 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 killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. Like he's being getting more specific.
1: Yeah, I, I have no I have no this is another verse that I read this and I'm like, wait, is he saying he killed somebody? <laughs> just,
2: yeah. When did this happen?
1: What happened? <laughs> um and then and then okay, and here we go again because <laughs> the first twenty-four. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, (laughs) I mean, it was spelled out right there. I've read this chapter like four or five times. I did not, I seriously did not put it together until we were rereading it. And the the words themselves are even spelled out that way. (laughs) If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, Truly, Lamech seventy and sevenfold. Now, God was the one who proclaimed that Cain should be avenged sevenfold, and Lamech is the, now Lamech is saying that Lamech, he's he's like, I, well, i you know, if anybody kills me, it will actually be worse than if you kill Cain.
2: Yeah, which is kind of like interesting. Like he's clearly scared. He's like, please, no one kill me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's completely making this up.
2: Well, he's like, like it's like this family is getting more cowardly. Yeah. By the generation, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's he's like he's like using like soot or doing like the first tattoo to give himself a mark of Cain because God didn't give him one. You know what I mean? Like he's saying like, actually, like I what I did is so bad. God is really mad at me right now, and just worse than Cain. If anyone kills me, you'll you'll it'll actually be worse for you than if you were to kill Cain.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because it's crazy that that that's how long that that uh that they knew about Cain's murder. Because the thing about this, Cain knew his wife, and they bore Enoch. Right, so it goes Cain to Enoch. Enoch bore Irad, Irad, Mahu, Mahujal, Mahujel, Methushel Methushel to Lamech. So like that's six generations from yeah. Cain to Lamech. But I mean, this is a Genesis,
1: long... so they're all still
2: alive. Oh yeah, I they're think. all like nine hundred. Yeah, true. but so, still, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is, yeah, Um, but they
1: they don't have to have like. Text or history to tell them that they could just ask Cain, like, Yo, what was up, you know, 800 years ago? He's like, Oh, yeah, I killed my brother, and now nobody can kill me. Or they'll, like, I don't know, like, seven generations will suffer or something, whatever, whatever, avenge sevenfold means. Um, and then we go to 25, verse 25, and Adam knew his wife again. <laughs> Yeah, dude you know what I'm saying I guess the uh I guess they they got through that dark period the the group the morning of their uh um you know dead son um yeah
2: yeah they they had to get another one yeah but it's good that they stayed they stayed uh <clears throat> man I didn't even think about this
1: that would destroy a lot of marriages I was
2: just gonna say that man like this is the first the first couple on earth. Had to deal with losing a son. Mm-hmm. That, that sucks.
1: At the hands of an of their other son, so they oh, lost. Ugh. they lost two sons that day. When you think about it,
2: well, they did because he was also uh, removed from them. I mean, he, yeah. he was a wanderer. You know. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go. Yeah. Go ahead and kill it. We we got. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> this is crazy.
1: And Adam knew his wife again, and she yeah. bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said she hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew. Yeah, we know, lady. We know. We just read all that.
2: <laughs> She's like, you remember that terrible thing that happened? Everybody's like, yeah. yeah, we. That's yeah, it's it's like one of the only like soon. five
1: things that's ever happened
2: at this point. In a pretty volatile situation. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
1: and to seth to him also there was born a son and he called his name enos then began men to call upon the name of the lord oh so people are praying now they're praying
2: well because god's kind of removed them himself in a way well and that's
1: by the way that's the end of chapter four that's four whoo
2: dude earth is getting out of hand dude. rapidly yeah dude we are off the rails pretty quick four chapters into the bible and this is just like a mess a complete mess
1: yeah you know you know what's interesting. you know what this is like and is by design on purpose uh have you ever read the uh the actual book frankenstein no dude it's so good and i i don't know if anyone's ever adapted it the right way like the way mm-hmm. that it is that that that, that book is
2: because like what, what that, what's the what's it written in what's the original language
1: english it was written in like 1818
2: it oh okay was, yeah no, i always thought it was like an no, english
1: it's english they, they might have talked a little bit differently but mm-hmm. no it's mary shelley okay okay um so yeah written by broad by broad yeah um but that that book is kind of like this story to a degree and like that's you know Mm. the way she wrote it because the the really like the the full title is frankenstein i think it's like frankenstein or the modern prometheus and we've we touched on prometheus on this show before but that story is is definitely a, a lot like this where like dr frankenstein you know spends all this time and effort like putting this experiment together this like creature he's building Mm. he's trying to like create and then he brings it to life and immediately it's it's a problem like immediately Mm. he's like oh i do not like this thing at all this thing (laughs) is a problem (laughs) uh and that's that's sort of like what you read here um like God goes through all this like effort to create everything and mm-hmm. create like people, humans, and immediately God is just like, Oh my god. Is this? this is these people this have
2: is, such yeah. a problem. This is brutal.
1: Yeah, they just are not doing what I want them to do.
2: Yeah, this is uh this is quite a, a lot. I mean, it's well, and it's so it's it's I think it's interesting. So we were talking earlier about how even, even though God kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden, right? He, they're, they're in a fallen world, but, but God's still pretty involved, right? I mean, he's literally talking, talking yeah. to Cain and Abel, right? But when Cain kills Abel, you go back to verse, uh, 11, mean, he curses him, he curses him from the ground. I don't really know what that means because he's like curses them from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength and you shall be a fugitive and wanderer on the earth. And. And I, so I don't get what it means by it will like, he just, he just can't like, he just is not gonna be able to grow crap anymore.
1: I think, I, mean, I think it's like a metaphor. I think it's saying that, um, And now art thou cursed from the earth. Um, I think he's saying that like, no matter how hard you work or like whatever you do in this life, you know, however many crops you grow or cities you develop and wives and children you have this, this thing you've done, this evil that, that you've committed is always going to be a part of you. And you're gonna mm. have to you're gonna have to live with this.
2: We gotta live with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so, like the things that would have brought you immense joy and fulfillment in this life are going to be ash in your mouth.
2: Man, I think that's actually perfect. Uh, a perfect uh, analysis. You're right because, like, he even says, like, when you work, when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. So it's like you're right. Even whenever you do get that, uh, like, a huge crop and a huge yield. It's like, as great as that might be, in the back of your mind, you're always going to just have that guilt of like, well, this is great, but damn, I killed my brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude.
2: That sucks.
1: You'll just, you'll just be pulling up the most robust, beautiful turnips, the best harvest uh, that the world has ever known. And then you'll just get hit, you'll hit that thousand yard stare and be like, oh, man why i do that that was
2: terrible i remember one time when i was giving turnips to god he didn't accept it i got mad and killed abel yeah (laughs) yeah well not only that too but anyway going back to my original point of the fact that he was god was talking to adam or to, to abel and cain still after the fall right he was talking to them plain as day and but his cain says my punishment is greater than i can bear behold you have driven me away today And from your face, I shall be hidden. So, I think this is like when God starts hiding himself from people. Yes. That's what I'm getting from it. Like, he's no longer talking kind of directly to them as much anymore. Like, now he's a wanderer. He's literally wandering the earth without like a direct communion or conversation with God, which has got to be at this point, it's the loneliest humans have felt because they have their direct line of conversation with god is yeah gone.
1: yeah and, and like you see this in chapter six because five like after this five is is more is just like a just records yeah just like genealogy, yeah lineage and then chapter six where we get into noah and so it's like you know to jump ahead a little bit it's like at that point god's not really like talking face to face with anybody uh, but he does start like giving like sending messages to
2: Noah. Yeah, yeah, he's Noah's was like the first the first boy that starts like kind of being able to talk to God kind of directly again after all this time. I mean, yeah, thousands of years, really, when you think about it. Maybe not thousands, but I mean, pretty close to it. And then we were also wrong because earlier I said we all come from the line of a murderous Cain. Well, it's not true because but there's
1: also Seth.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about Seth. So we actually come from Seth. We come or everybody comes from Seth's line, or at least at least Jesus does. Jesus doesn't come from Cain's line, he comes from Seth's line.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't I don't know like what the split is or where people come from.
2: <laughs> well, Maybe I think Jews I, come from Seth. Uh well yeah, which would be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus did too. But cause it and that talks about it in Matthew when they go over the lineage in Matthew to the genealogy of Jesus, it traces it all the way back. Through Seth to Adam, um, not Cain. So Jesus, I wanted to clarify because earlier I said Jesus came from Cain.
1: Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on though, because I mean we're jumping ahead, but we're jumping very far. If you know, like this, there is a split happening here. However, it, you know, we jump ahead a little bit when you have Noah and the flood like after the flood the only person the only people left are noah and his family noah is a descendant of cain
2: no let's well, yeah. if if you want to jump ahead even further let's well maybe we should just read 5 real quick since it's just genealogy
1: we, we I mean, don't have, no i well i read i read 5 noah noah is the son of of lamech no and, but
2: but that's a different lamech is it a different lamech yeah because that's a lamech that comes from Cessline. Not Cain's.
1: Wait a second. Oh, that's right. The Generations of Adam. Oh, wait, you are right. The Generations of Adam. Oh, my yes. God. This so so Adam, made,
2: uh, Adam made Seth. And then Seth's... Well, the reason why it's confusing is because Seth's lineage and line have very similar names to that of Cain's. Because instead of Enoch, Cain had Enoch. Seth had Enoch. So their names are all pretty close and similar. Not a lot of difference, which makes sense. Like me and my brother, we're I'm Jamie. My brother's name's Jesse. So parents have been doing this for obviously thousands of years, you know, making it confusing for all the family.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So everybody's a descendant of
2: Seth. Yeah. And then even Enoch. Uh, that's what's weird is there's another Enoch that comes later in Seth's line after Jared. I feel like we should read chapter five just and then the way, that way we can do Noah and get into Noah next week.
1: All right. We'll just, we'll just tear it through chapter five and we'll, 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 yeah, we'll close this out in chapter five. <laughs> <laughs> this is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man in the likeness of God, made he him male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived an hundred and five years and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos eight hundred and seven years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 90 years, and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years, and begat sons and daughters. (laughs) And all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years, and begat Mahalalel, and Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalel, eight hundred and forty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. And Mahalalel lived sixty and five years, and begat Jared. And Mahalalel lived after he begat Jared, eight hundred and thirty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalel were eight hundred and eight hundred ninety and five years, and he died. And Jared lived an hundred sixty and two years and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were nine hundred sixty and two years and he died. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. That's what I was talking about earlier. I'm like that. I have no clue what that means.
2: Yeah, he didn't die. He didn't die.
1: Yeah. So there's like something more happens.
2: That's crazy. That's,
1: that's like not in the actual like Bible.
2: Yeah. And I got a footnote. I got a footnote on that that says Enoch walked with God and he was not. And that means the the septuagint version says was not found so it could just been like no one found him so they maybe they just all assumed like they he don't went know out for where, cigarettes he went out for cigarettes and disappeared <laughs> like so and then so they just all chalked it up to like god just took them. they don't know what happened to him so there's no they didn't ever found his body basically is the, the, the idea right
1: Yeah, I mean, I know, I think there's a book in the Apocrypha somewhere, like, I don't know if I have it in here, but there is a book of Enoch, so. Yeah, yeah, there is.
2: Well, and then later, again, not to jump ahead, later in the Gospels, they do, Jesus, I think, makes mention of how Enoch was taken up by God, meaning like that he never perhaps died or something weird, but.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not, I don't have it in this book, but there, yeah, I've got it somewhere, there's like a book of Enoch, anyway verse 25 and methuselah lived in 180 and seven years and begat lamech and methuselah lived after he begat lamech 780 and two years and begat sons and daughters and all the days of methuselah were 960 and nine years and he died nice and (laughs) lamech and lamech lived in 180 and two years and begat a son and he called his name noah saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands, because of the ground which the Lord hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah 590 and 5 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were 770 and 7 years, and he died. And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth.
2: All right, we did it. That's 10 so 10 generations from Adam all the way to Noah.
1: That's a lot of knowing, a lot of knowing just happened, and a lot of knowing, a lot of knowing, if you know what I'm saying.
2: Oh, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Uh, wow, yeah, okay. So we got through that. Enoch, no one knows what happened to his body, they think God just took him up and didn't die. Um, but he probably, like you said, went out for smokes and got he probably fell in a pit somewhere and they never found him that's what i'm assuming
1: <laughs> he just got drunk and fell and they were like yeah eh, god took him
2: or what he he could have simply just like abandoned every all of his responsibilities and or just yeah,
1: what and if he was ran away yeah what if he was just the first accidental death like just the first like whoops <laughs> and, then, what and do you so mean? they you know like the, the we we saw the first murder and mm-hmm. then, and then after that, like everybody's dying of like old age, but Enoch, it just says he was, wo- and he was not, and God, for God took him. What if he was just the first, like he tripped and fell and hit his head really hard?
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, because it says he lived 365 years. Because yeah, everybody else is living to like seven, eight, nine hundred. Yeah, and then so around 365 years, he just. Yeah, he just croaks or accidentally dies weird, like you said. Like,
1: yeah, he he might he might have just like died young, just fell, and they were like, yeah, you know, God took him.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, oh. he, yeah, yeah. That's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah, he didn't live to be old.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. There is a book about him, so there is that, but. Man, what uh, what a couple chapters there! A lot, a lot yeah. just happened.
2: A lot did just happen. Oh, and going back to, I didn't mean to say this earlier about being an instrumental family. When you in verse twenty two of chapter four, when Zilla also bore Tubal cane, he was the forager of all instruments of bronze and iron. I don't think they meant musical instruments. I think he just meant like <laughs> tools. Thinking, yeah, I. Yeah, now you say
1: it they might just mean like uh yeah like uh axes and, and hammers and, ho- hoes and shovels yeah yeah because yeah, be the it. other
2: the other kid the other kid played instruments this kid played made tools
1: yeah that might that makes more sense <laughs>
2: which makes sense like one's like more of like a we look. You need to work and go to college, and the other kid was more like artistic and like I don't know. I think I'm yeah. going to be a theater kid.
1: That's like one one of my childhood friends. uh His family. He's he's got two twin brothers. One of them plays bagpipes, and the other's like a blacksmith or something.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of the situation. And yeah. also though, but those both those kids came from different, uh, different wives. Because Cain had two, or no, 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 Lamech had two wives. Ada and Zilla. Ada bore Jabal, who made. Uh...
1: Made who? I don't even remember.
2: <laughs> His brother's name was Jubal. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jabal, Jabal from Ada made instruments, and then Tubal Cain from Zilla, the other wife. So these are two different. These kids came from two different ladies. One of one of them both came from Lamech, but
1: oh yeah, Ada Bear Jabal, uh, who uh, he was the father of tent dwellers and cattle farmers, and then she also had Jubal, who was the father of harp, harpists and organists.
2: Yeah, so that and line then Zilla
1: from Zilla had Tubalcane, who was a, a smith.
2: Yeah, who's a Smith, exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah, anyway. That is An just art-
1: Artificer. A,
2: an artificer. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Art artificer artifacts.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh yeah, more utility driven mind, you know. Versus yeah. like some guy who's heading in the clouds. The other kid the other the other line of kids were dreamers. Yeah. Yes. And then uh Yeah, chapter five starts weird. It kind of like goes, it resorts back to those like weird, uh, back and forth sayings, like in chapter two, like the way he created male and female, and then created them in the likeness of he and them. He, goes, him, and he goes them. back to the the pronoun thing again. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the, yeah, the woke translation. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> who knew King James was so woke?
1: Yeah. King James, the original cuck.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, yeah, well, that was, yeah. The first murder. The first,
2: um, the second murder.
1: The second murder. <laughs> no, knowing ladies. Knowing know- ladies. Getting to know a lady.
2: Yeah. You're trying to get to know some ladies, dude.
1: Yeah. I'd love to know a lady.
2: The first, uh, the first, uh, Poly first, poly marriage. The first, poly, the
1: first polycule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like purple hair and
2: didn't shave their armpits. Well, because Lamech's taking two wives, so the first poly couple. Yeah, poly thruple.
1: A th- yeah, the first thruple. They're they're doing TikToks about how they're definitely happy with this arrangement.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, dude. This is a, this is good stuff.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is good stuff, and yeah, that's a weird chapter five. Is strange how it's just like straight up uh, genealogy to get to yeah. Know
1: well, I mean, you know, the Bible is also like uh, a dot, you know, a document of records. You know, yeah, it's an ancestral document, so. Just a a way to, I guess, like trace some sort of lineage, you know, I don't know. Well, they
2: really, the goal behind it is so you can trace Jesus's lineage all the way to Adam. That's the goal of this because it, if it's not this, what do you mean?
1: This is the Jew Bible. This is the first book of Moses. There was no Jesus to be,
2: I know, but, but but eventually it does. Like if you it it continues to keep the genealogy throughout the right,
1: sure, sure. But I'm saying like as this was written in this time, and being like compiled. Oh, uh,
2: sure, sure.
1: Yeah, there. there, This wasn't for like the purposes of of Christianity or Jesus or any of that. This is like for for Jewish people. Well,
2: it's really for Moses because Moses is trying to prove to his people like, hey, like I come from. I come from Adam. I come from we, Abraham.
1: We, yeah, we all do. Yeah. We all come he's...
2: from, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is for, I see what you're saying. It's for yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's the the first, The yeah, first book of Moses. So, I mean, there is like context, you know, there's, there's always context. Like, did you, yo, we got to get this guy on the show. Did you see that? You see the clip I sent you, that Dan,
2: Dan McClellan guy? Uh-uh.
1: He's like a, oh, you know, oh yeah that bible scholar yeah the the,
2: the one you sent me yo i love that that
1: dude like
2: knows his stuff he knows his stuff dude but he that was
1: interesting because like we did that we did that episode what was it last a week or two ago Uh right i like we we talked about that like what is the context of this and like in in any church we've ever been to do they make do the pastors make any effort to explain like what the historical context of these stories and very little, very little yeah, they do that. And then like I found that TikTok that he made where he like talked about that where he's like con like the context of these books is like very important. Like you you do have to like understand what was going on at the time, who's writing it, what's the historical context mm-hmm. around which this is written, and he breaks it all down in you know a scholarly way, but. That that was, like, really interesting. Like, that just popped up on my feed after we did that.
2: Yeah, you should. Uh, I don't know if you can include, like, a little uh, link on the YouTube uh, comments or something to that guy's uh, video. But, yeah, that was really interesting. I like those. Uh, th- I needed to follow that guy. Yeah, his name is Dan McClellan. Dan McClellan. Yeah, he definitely yeah. knows his stuff.
1: Yeah, I love his page. He's constantly on TikTok, like, all these different, like, atheist accounts and people that are trying to, like, disprove the Bible or Uh, you know talk smack about the bible he'll like stitch their account their video or whatever and then he'll go in and be like all right well let's break it down and then he'll go through like the history of like whatever they're referencing and like just eviscerate whatever argument they were trying to make about how You know, you know what I'm talking about, like the the the, the, like really obnoxious atheist type of people who ones who
2: have no grounds. It's just more emotional rejection.
1: Well, yeah, just just the people who make it their like life's at work and effort to hate the Bible and try and disprove it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and again,
2: it's I feel like it's just more. It's purely emotional. I feel like most of those guys. It's like it's like they're just mad at God more than anything, and so they're just like. You know, which, uh, you know, I get it. Some people get real pissed at God and yeah, the I mean, church, and so it happens. It's just
1: as, I mean, what they do is just as dogmatic as, like, any, like, really fundamentalist church, you mm-hmm. know. It, that's that's what annoys me, is, like, I, I have an open mind. Like, I'm not, um, I don't interpret any of this literally, or, like, I'm not a fundamentalist, but I yeah. think there's a, there's a lot of truth yeah there's a lot
2: to learn, and I think that's like the important part is like yeah. if you're if you mean you're if you can read this with an open mind to learn something that that you know there's a reason maybe why why this book has influenced the world for thousands of years, like maybe yeah you should think about that a little more and all just, these, all these people it.
1: all these like hardcore atheists like Gillette and all these guys who, which is funny that like a, mag, a a magician' side gig is also like telling everybody God's not real.
2: <laughs> you know yeah it's,
1: they, that, that's his other job
2: this guy they, just pulling the wool over people's eyes
1: yeah but they 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 all they always say this the same thing where they're like i shouldn't need a religion or this book to have any sort of moral compass or derive a sense of morality and it's like well no but stories and literature and, and texts and all these sorts of things do provide us with, with hmm. like some way to interpret the world and develop our own like sense of what the world yeah. is and sense of morality. So it's like if you're if you're not getting that from this book, you've definitely gotten it from just other things you've consumed.
2: Exactly, exactly. Whether it's the Three Little Pigs for crying out loud, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's what
1: that's Joan, Joan Didion. You know, she has that famous quote: "We tell ourselves stories so that we may live."
2: Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that, <laughs> brother. <laughs> and Avenge Sevenfold. Dude,
1: freaking... <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what
2: song that is.
1: Back Country.
2: I need to go listen to it now.
1: It's really bad. Well, yeah, you know, exactly. I, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about that song in particular is of their oeuvre, of their catalog. I think that that song is listenable. Like it, it is kind of a jam, where it's it's one of those songs where it's like you you can recognize that it kind of sucks, but it's also like I do like this.
2: Uh, I want to I want to hear it real quick so I can remember. <laughs> I can play it real quick.
1: Here,
2: yeah, let me do it. I'm pulling it up. Is it hail to the oh backcountry?
1: Yeah. Here, I'll here I'll play it. Here we go, F- folks. Uh, we'll do a little song reaction to close this one out avenge and then we can't monetize this episode uh Venge sevenfold Bat Country. <laughs> okay here we go here's the music video dude um what
0: is the magnificent oh of- that's an
1: ad sorry that's an <laughs> ad so i i forgot i forgot how corny this music video is because it starts out with some dumb quote Uh, oh gosh was was it
2: it quoting genesis 4
1: no (laughs) listen to this uh (laughs) he who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man dr johnson i don't know who dr johnson
2: is dr johnson's a queer
1: yeah i don't know who yeah i don't know who dr johnson is unless is that from like a hunter s thompson book or something i don't know yeah i don't know
2: I mean, that's, all right. I get they're yeah. trying to be a little philosophical. Oh, okay.
1: Sure. Anyway, here's this. All
2: right.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I remember this song.
1: Yo, dude. But uh, I le- hate le- that song. It. That song sucks. Yo. I, this is the most insulting thing about this song that I'm just now realizing. I should have, I didn't share my screen. You couldn't see the video. The audience can't see the video. Go, everybody, go back and watch this video because I just noticed something in the way what he's doing with his vocals in this and the he, just the way he looks, the way he styled himself. This guy is absolutely trying to rip off Mike Patton. Like, like I, I. Mike Patton, the 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 lead singer of uh, Faith No More and Mr. Bungle, mm. and those heads of it, like the with this, the I I'm guessing based on what I just heard and what You're I'm You're a looking,
2: big Mr. Bungle fan.
1: I love Mr. Bungle, dude. Uh, <laughs> you want to listen to some Mr. Bungle real? Quick? <laughs> Are you sure. You want to listen to Mr. Bungle?
2: Yeah, show me some Bungle.
1: But that like what I'm picking up from that song like based on just what he's trying to do with his voice and especially the way he looks, the way he's like styled his hair and everything in the video. Uh, He is absolutely just trying to rip off Mike Patton in that song is what I'm guessing. But I, you know, I don't know, but we we could listen to a little Mr. Bungle real quick to confirm. Um, Let's see. Let's, let's try out, let's try out Carousel.
2: you see these guys in concert? Yeah,
1: I saw them a couple years ago.
2: they remind me of like almost like a ska version of primus
1: yes like a ska (laughs) primus
2: blend or coheed cambria ska primus
1: yeah that's a good that's a good uh yeah that's a good interpretation
2: it's interesting
1: yeah there's a lot that that's from their first album there's a lot of like stuff going on in that album they throw a lot of different genres and influences in that one yeah um yeah there's definitely a lot of ska a lot of uh thrash metal uh going throughout that out you should listen to it
2: yeah maybe i'll give it another shot i don't know if Ooh. it's my cup of tea but i will tell you this it's already sevenfold better than Avenged seven <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's the 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 first the three mr bungle albums are kind of this one is kind of inaccessible. The second record, Disco Volante, is like completely that that I don't know how anyone is gonna like be able to just put that on and listen to it casually. You
2: got to get like it's, a vinyl, maybe, or like a no. Hard
1: copy. It's just it's just a really inaccessible album. It's it's just a crazy record. I've listened to it, but it, like as I'm listening to it, I'm like, who? I'm, I've always thought like, who is this for?
2: Oh, oh I see. What you just, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And then their third album, California, is probably the closest thing they have to like a commercial album. Mm. Like, that's probably the easiest one to listen to. And they put out a record a couple of years ago. They got back together and did like a thrash metal album that's really good. Nice. Yeah. Um, And that's what I saw them perform because that's how they started. They were, because I think they were from the same town as Metallica or something like that area. Mm hmm and so like as all that thrash stuff was starting to like pop off it was just three high school buddies doing like thrash it like recording like cassettes of like thrash demos yeah so they did one called the raging wrath of the easter bunny and so uh when they got back together uh they like did a full studio recording of that Mm. it's really good
2: well that's pretty cool interesting (laughs) thanks for sharing
1: yeah, but anyway, <laughs> what I was saying earlier is whoever the lead singer of Revenge Sevenfold is, it sounded to me like he was try- like kind of trying to rip off Mike Patton.
2: Uh, maybe. I mean, everything, you know, m- music is so influential to others' music, you know? I mean, it could very well be, like, either intentionally or unintentionally. Probably. You know. Yeah, somewhere maybe. Or another.
1: Yeah, who knows? I mean, but also the way he looks in the video, I was like, well, this is a this is the, kind of the way Mike Patton styles himself as well. Mm, mm. Uh, but who knows? Uh, it's, a ba- it's a bad song.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's a bad. Uh, yeah, it's the... it,
1: it's almost. As, it might it might be worse than the the first murder.
2: <laughs> In conclusion, Avenged Sevenfold sucks.
1: Yeah, Kane killed Abel, and Avenged Sevenfold killed music.
2: Yeah, and that's what they're trying to say. That's why they named their some avenged sevenfold. They're like, hey, look, if anybody wants to kill us because of how bad our music is, just remember, if you kill us, you will be avenged <laughs> sevenfold.
1: Yeah, well, fortunately, they, you know, they're not relevant now. I mean, I remember, I remember when I was in like what middle school or high school, and that came out. It was kind of popular. Yeah, yeah, and it because they had cool, they had cool T shirts. I'll give them that. The T shirts look cool.
2: Yeah, I thought the thing is I don't even remember the music. I just kind of remember like their their logo.
1: Yeah, there's so many t-shirt bands where it's like, Yo, yeah, that's a cool t-shirt. I will never listen to that band." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Great shirt. <laughs> Great shirt. One. You should have gotten
1: into textiles instead of music. Yeah, you should have <laughs> been
2: a comedian but sold some merch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, that was Genesis chapters 4 and 5.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, we got some. Yeah, we made uh, some headway there for sure.
1: Yeah. do you, Do you have anything you want to plug before we pray?
2: Uh, um, I'm the bassist for Coldplay 2. We just got to perform over the weekend uh, with Harlan Williams, dude. It was awesome. Harlan I saw Williams. that. That was cool, man. Harlan Williams got to see the the majesty that is Coldplay 2. and uh, I, you know who was with me the whole time? Saint Homo Bonus. <laughs> was there in spirit (laughs) or homobinous homobinous uh but and i tell you what i had a little bonus of homo uh after the show was over because i was gay with delight thank you thank you for check out yeah you're welcome check out a coldplay2band on instagram that's the handle coldplay2band
1: yeah right check out coldplay2 and then uh yeah for me um Just keep following this and the channel, the network, the billionaire podcast network. The Patreon, I've already plugged that, but Patreon. Follow follow the
2: Patreon, guys. Get on this,
1: get on the Patreon, slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. Uh, and and now let's pray. Everybody, bow your heads. (laughs) Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, for it was not promised to us. A most blessed day. Uh, most blessed evening. Uh, thank you for bringing uh, Pastor Jamie and myself together to study your word, uh, for it is the word that was made flesh. The, the word of God is God. God is love, and we feel your love moving through all of us. Uh, we know that though we may not see nor hear you, we know you are with us and all around us. Uh, and we just thank you for all the blessings that you have showered upon us and continue to shower upon us. And we know that even in our darkest, most despairing of times that you were there with us, the the hope, the light at the end of the tunnel, uh the 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 spirit and power that is you, Lord, the Lord God, is always there, ready to lend a hand should we accept. and we do accept uh, the healing hand of you, uh, the Lord God. And it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen
2: amen good word good word brother dalton
1: yes good word and uh, until next week blessed be bless i have a friend divine
0: walking with me making my pathway shine mighty is he jesus the one i love gladly i sing Praises to Him above, He is my King. He's, he's my, my King, king and reigns forevermore. More I love him. He's, he's my, my King, king to worship adore. and adore. Oh, I dearly love Him, there is none above Him. Wonderful, Wonderful is He, this mighty King of glory. He's, he's my King, king. Let, let all the world proclaim it loudly. He's my king of royal holy fame, when I get to glory, I will sing the story of his love for me. His love for me, I have a saviour dear, talking with me. He is so very near, seems I can see. Over life's rugged way, to him I cling. He is my guide and stay, Jesus my King. He's, He's my, my King, King forever, and reigns forevermore. I love him. He's, He's my, my King King who to worship and adore. Oh, I dearly love him. There is none above him. Wonderful Wonderful is he, this mighty King of glory. He's He's my my King, let all the world proclaim it He's my 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 King King of royal holy fame. fame. When I get to glory, I will sing the story of his 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 love for me. I have the Holy Ghost living in me. My royal host, faithful is he, filling me with his love so I may sing praises to Christ above. He is my king, he is my, my king, king and reigns forevermore. I love him, he is my, my king, king to worship love. and adore. Oh, I dearly love him. There is none above him. Wonderful, Wonderful is He, this mighty King of glory. He's, He's my, my King, King. Let, let all the world proclaim, proclaim it loudly. He's, He's my, my King, King of, of royal holy fame. fame. When I get to glory, I will sing the story of His, His love, love for me. His love for